Welcome to the Divorce Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am a divorce lawyer and author and have been through divorce myself. I'm here to support you throughout your breakup journey. On this podcast, I will share with you my secrets and legal tips on how you can thrive through your separation in small six-minute increments. Don't do it alone. I have got you. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, Thank you again for tuning into the Divorce Collective podcast. I'm especially delighted uh, today because it's Friday and uh, I am off on a long weekend here in Queensland. But anyway, enough about me. Today, I'm going to talk to you about disclosure and property settlement. So, have you received a letter asking you to hand over personal documents for a property settlement matter? What's all that about? And do you need to provide them? Well, the short answer is yes. The exchanging of documents in a property settlement matter is known as disclosure. There's a duty and an obligation on parties in a property settlement dispute and in a parenting dispute to make full and frank disclosure of information and documents that are relevant to any issues in dispute in the matter. And of course, in property matters that are relevant to your financial circumstances. The exchange of disclosure documents will assist in determining the proper value of the property pool available between the parties for division. The documents will also help your lawyer figure out for you what likely adjustments you might be able to seek in your favour due to contributions you've made during the relationship. Disclosure is exchanged even if your matter is not in court. The duty to exchange the documents actually forms part of the pre-action procedures that are mandated by the court. That is, you have to participate in the disclosure process before you can even file an application to the court. There's some exceptions that might apply, but they're pretty rare. Excuse me. See, the idea is that once parties disclose their documents, the pool can be identified and there's evidence that's attached to any considerations of contributions entitling one party to more of the pool. And that puts the parties in a position that they can properly negotiate their settlement. They can make an informed decision about what their entitlements might be based on an accurate pool and then they can determine what they might settle for to keep the matter out of court. The duty of disclosure is not just limited to paper documents. It includes information that might be stored on a computer or a device and it might even include documents that a party can access or has control over that might be held with another person, like an accountant for an example or another family member in the example um, of obtaining and disclosing a copy of a will that an inheritance has been received from. So for property matters, parties are required to disclose all sources of earnings, interest, income, property and other financial resources. A party is also required to disclose information and or documents about property that has been disposed of or transferred or sold or gifted, um, whatever the case may be, following the separation. If your matter sadly ends up before a court to determine, then you'll be required to file an undertaking, which tells the court that you've made the disclosure that you're supposed to, and there are consequences for not complying with that duty of disclosure in those pre-action procedure process. So if you happen to receive a letter in the mail or in your inbox from your former spouse's lawyer asking you for documents, Don't freak out. It's a standard practice 
your former spouse will also have to provide you with the same documents that you're being asked to disclose. Documents that you can expect to be asked to disclose include, but it's not certainly limited, um, to things like last three years of tax returns and assessments, pay slips, superannuation balance statements, MyGov superannuation screenshots, appraisals of valuation of real property, uh, last four BAS statements uh, if you have an ABN or operate a business, financial statements for the business trust or partnership if that um, is relevant in your matter, bank statements for the last 12 months, savings and credit cards included, and then any evidence of contribution that you say you've made in the relationship that might affect the division you seek, like evidence of savings you brought into the relationship or inheritances or redundancy payments um, that you received during the relationship, or even medical evidence of any injury or illness that prevents you from working. If you receive a letter from your former spouse requesting the documents, then it's likely the start of the property settlement negotiation process for you. You can get legal advice about what you should be disclosing, and it's always a good idea to get legal advice about what specific entitlements you might receive by way of property settlement. Family lawyers can help you with disclosure in the negotiation process and guide you to a settlement. We prefer to guide parties through these processes to a settlement, either by negotiation or mediation, to avoid unnecessary stresses and financial burdens that litigation brings. I wanted to quickly um, talk about privacy. If you've got some concerns in relation to your safety, uh, if there's uh, addresses on the documents that you are required to provide that you do not want provided to the other party, then get some legal advice, but you can redact your address from those documents so as to avoid um, avoid your location being known by the other party. Okay, so take home message. Yes, you will have to provide documents and information, but don't take that request to do so as a threat. It's simply a process that's mandated at law and if done properly, effectively and swiftly, it can result in you reaching a resolution quicker and closing that part of the chapter of your separation journey, allowing you to move on financially. So if you need family law property uh, settlement advice, come and talk to me. If you've received that letter in your uh, mailbox or in your inbox and are freaking out, don't. Come and have a chat to us and hopefully this podcast giving you some information um, about what all that means. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Collective podcast brought to you by collectivefamilylaw.com.au. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave a review. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook just by searching for Collective Family Law. And remember, until next time, You have got this.